Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. It's Rico Daily. I'm Adam Clark Estes. In the last year or so, a series of hyper-conservative laws have made their way through the Texas state legislature. Governor Greg Abbott signing a bill Wednesday, banning abortions in most cases where a fetal heartbeat is detected. One week after that sweeping abortion law took effect, Governor Greg Abbott tonight signing into law a sweeping new voting law, one of the most restrictive ever. The Texas Senate passed a controversial piece of legislation that would actually prevent teachers from discussing polarizing social issues in class. People can now carry handguns in public without any kind of license or training. Governor Greg Abbott and State Attorney General Ken Paxton have directed state agencies to conduct investigations of families when they provide gender-affirming medical care for transgender children. These measures garnered national media attention. They were also widely condemned. And all of this was happening during a boom in the Lone Star State, one that was largely centered around the tech industry. Recent years, almost all the major players in tech have expanded their presence in Texas, attracting employees from places like California and New York. So have these right-wing social policies scared away tech companies and their employees? Here's what Governor Greg Abbott had to say on CNBC following the passage of a bill that effectively banned abortion in the state. Not only do they like the business environment, but uh, Morgan, you need to understand that there's a lot of businesses and a lot of Americans who like the social positions that the state of Texas is taking. That was six months ago. And now is a good time to see if Governor Abbott has been proven right. Joining us now from Austin is CNET's finance reporter, Antonio Ruiz Camacho. Hey, Antonio. Hey, Adam. Tell us, why is Texas seeing such an influx of tech companies establishing a presence there, opening offices, and in some cases, relocating their headquarters there? We are seeing companies like Apple, Google, Tesla, Oracle just moved uh, its headquarters to Austin. Hewlett-Packard relocated from San Jose to Houston last year is for two reasons. One is that the cost of living in California has gone up tremendously. The medium house price in San Francisco right now is one, two point million. In Austin, even though prices have accelerated tremendously over the past year alone uh, by 20%, creating sort of like a looming housing crisis here in the city, the median house price is still $580,000. So less than half of what the house costs in San Francisco. So with the pandemic, many companies allowed workers to leave somewhere else while they were working remotely. And Austin has always been uh, a favorite place to visit. I think uh, South by Southwest, for example, is the perfect example of how people from tech companies and other companies come to the city in the spring. They love it. It has a great vibe, great food, great culture. The weather is nice. 
and everything's cheaper than in San Francisco or New York. So everybody thinks, oh, one day I, I could live here. I, I see myself living here. It's not the red Texas that people have in mind on both coasts. It's more liberal. At the same time, companies are always looking for places where they can make business with fewer regulations without having to pay excessive taxes. And Texas has offered that for decades now. It doesn't have state taxes. It has fewer regulations than California. So I think that the combination of these two factors created this influx of migration from California and also New York, but mostly from California, from tech companies and tech workers to come to the city. And it might be worth pointing out here that Texas is not entirely new to the tech business. Uh, Historically, it's been the home of companies like Dell, Texas Instruments, not to mention NASA. But more companies are moving there. And the state has also been passing some pretty right-wing laws. As I understand it, over the years, as that's been happening, there's been growing tension. Texas is a conservative state, both fiscally and socially, even though the, the big metropolitan areas have lent democratic for decades. With that comes less regulation, lower taxes, but also a conservative social policies. What happened is that over the past decades, both chambers and the governor have been Republican. And obviously to keep their base activated, they keep passing conservative laws. And as one political expert explained to me, they run out of low-hanging fruit issues to pass legislation on. So they now had to turn to the more far-right issues like voting rights, abortion rights, gender-affirming healthcare, gun rights. What we saw on in the past legislature was this slew of really, really conservative bills passed because there's some Republican majority in, in the state Congress, and obviously there's a Republican governor. So it was very easy for Republicans to pass these laws. Uh, and there was little pushback from companies. Can you give us some examples of these laws when they were passed and sort of what the, the backlash looked like? There was a bill that basically banned abortions after six weeks. Many women don't know that they are pregnant uh, before six weeks. So this bill amounted to a near ban on abortions. And now more women have to seek abortion treatments out of the state. There was an uproar. Some companies signed pledges. South by South condemned the bill. But we didn't really see a lot of uh, outrage or uproar out of these bills. They they passed and many companies and businesses just remain basis as usual. I feel like I remember seeing a lot of press releases and tweets from company executives sort of condemning what the Texas state government was doing. Do you remember which, which companies were doing this and sort of what they were saying, what that PR push looked like? There are a couple of coalitions Texas Competes is one of them. It's a business coalition that tries to make Texas more friendly to the LGBTQ community. 
And I think they have like 1,500 members, uh, ranging from Apple and Google and, and Meta to big banks like Chase and American Express and even oil companies. So they can like try to express their opinion through these coalitions, which makes it easier and more manageable to communicate with the media, to express a position. And also they, if I'm honest, it also makes it easier to say, hey, yeah, we are taking a stand while really not doing much. One of the comparisons that I tried to draw when I was working on the story is the voting bill that passed in Georgia last year that drew a lot of outrage. You might remember that even there was a, a big baseball game that was canceled. Some companies threatened to boycott the state. And it was a, a voting law that was very similar to the Texas one. But we didn't see any calls for boycotts with any of these laws, really, in Texas. So, yes, companies will release these public statements saying that they oppose the laws, that they uh, stand with the transgender community, or that they support gender-affirming healthcare or those who oppose banning abortions. But that will be it. That's all they will do. And then they will continue making business. So does it count? That's arguable. I wonder, did we hear different things from the tech employees versus the tech companies themselves? There were some companies that offered kind of like relocation packages to their employees based in Texas if they felt uncomfortable staying in the state or if they decided that they didn't want to live here anymore. This was back in September. Six months later, that's this month, I talked to some of these companies who offered relocation packages or help to their employees if they needed it. And none of them have taken them on, on their offers or have decided to relocate. Hmm. So basically, both companies and workers had the same position. They might be uncomfortable, they might be outraged privately about these laws, but they are not really acting on that sentiment. And the reason is living in Texas is pretty affordable, especially if you're in tech, where salaries are significantly above the median salaries in the state. And especially if you compare them to San Francisco or the Bay Area or New York. You can still live here in, in Austin or in Houston and Dallas and afford a great house, a very comfortable lifestyle. You would have to give up on all those benefits if you decide to relocate back to California or New York. Is it fair to say that the employees of these companies are largely liberal? Yeah, that's an interesting question because that's what many people thought with this influx of people moving to the South in general. Like over the past decade, Texas has been the one state that has added more people than any other state. Around 80,000 people move to Texas from California alone every year. Does that mean that all of them are liberal? 
Not really. What I've heard from experts and political observers is when you add more people to the state, you are not just adding one type of voter. Uh, and especially in tech, many who work in tech are libertarian rather than liberal. So they are more in favor of no government involvement at all in one way or the other. Uh, some of them might be liberal. Some of them might be more conservative. So just by bringing more tech companies to Texas, just by more tech workers moving to the state, that doesn't necessarily mean that the state will become more liberal. So it sounds like even if there's a, a perception that there's outrage, that's not translating into companies or employees doing anything differently. Has even this perception of outrage affected the Texas legislature or the government's rightward drift? No, not at all. I actually reached out to the governor's office and the governor's position is that these laws are actually drawing businesses to the state. It's part of what makes, in his view, the state so competitive. And if you look at the numbers, you might want to think that he is right. We have not seen this trend of companies moving to Texas slow at all because of these laws. Other experts, companies who oppose these conservative policies say that in the long run, this might impact the state's ability to attract and retain top talent. If the cost of living or the cost of housing goes down in San Francisco, for example, or in the Bay Area, some people might want to go back to the Bay Area. Or if Texas uh, continues to pass even more conservative laws, some people might start thinking twice before accepting job offers to relocate to Texas. Is this going to happen? We, we really don't know. We haven't seen it yet. Sure. So in the end, it sounds like these companies are trying to have their cake and eat it too. They want to enjoy the conservative economic benefits while maybe feigning outrage uh, or at least releasing public statements opposing conservative social policies in order to appear socially progressive. Basically, yes. I think what these companies are saying is, yeah, we are okay with these social policies. We, we don't feel uncomfortable making business in a state that's banning books and banning abortions and restricting voting rights. All right, Antonio, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Today's episode was produced and engineered by John Ahrens. I'm Adam Clark Estes. Thanks for listening. <laughs> 